I believe that this nation should commit itself. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Zero Percent Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, from Orion, and we have a little uh, special message in the episode today. We're going to take it off a little bit of the motivation, and we're going to kind of go with a uh, a new societal standard that's kind of taken over in the more or less the realm of uh, sports and um, athletics and a lot more in the youth realm. So for all those parents in the 0% and young up-and-comers out there, this is an episode extra special for you because the message today is how do we avoid that pesky Academy of Participation Awards? Zero percent. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Academy of Participation Awards seems to be growing larger and larger every day, every year. And it's not working out for anybody here, ladies and gentlemen, because when you get an award just for showing up, what does that really mean for those who are there to win? And what does that mean to those who just showed up and didn't even try very hard, didn't even really care but still receive the same award that someone else that may have put their whole heart into it has received. I mean, right off the bat, you can see the problems with that one there, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to kind of introduce you this with a story from my life. And this is back in the older era where there was less of this participation awards that were even given out. And tell you about some of my youth sports experience. So when I was young, I was more into and better at contact sports, um, things like wrestling and football and whatnot. And one year I decided, hey, a lot of my friends play basketball. Maybe I'll give that sport a try. Looks like fun. A lot of people I know are out there. I've never even really played other than shooting hoops in my driveway, and that's pretty fun. So let me get out there on the court and try that sport out. Well, I went out and I joined a, I was very young, probably in the fourth grade. So basketball in the youth organization at that time was done through camps. And I joined a large camp competitive organization that consisted of eight to 12 teams or something like that. And it comprised the league. When I uh, got picked for the team, I noticed some of the better players were all getting selected on the team that I was on. And once the roster was fully selected, 
I realized I was probably on one of the best teams in the league. Uh, two or three of the players were almost double my height at the time. And uh, I remember, remember another kid or two on the team that was very good at shooting, uh, another guy that was good at dribbling, and I believe one of the coach's brothers or sons was on the team as well and would play the position of, now I understand, as the point guard. Back then it was just the guy who ran around with the ball and dribbled it and passed it around. Um, at that time, basketball really made no sense to me. I understood only that you shoot the ball. I didn't really understand plays. Um, what was the need to pass? Uh, why couldn't I just push that guy down or tackle him, take the ball from him? Why couldn't I get aggressive? What's this whole foul game? A lot, a lot of that game made sense to me at the young age, coming from a contact sport into the basketball. So therefore, I wasn't very good. Actually, I was awful. I was terrible at basketball at that time. I could only dribble, and I didn't know any heads-up plays. And anytime the ball got past me, I immediately either dribbled it a few times and passed it or just immediately threw it to another teammate and then kind of just ran sprints on the court watching the other guys kind of go back and forth. That's about as much as I uh, put into the, uh, the team. Basically, I was a participant. And that's about as far as you could say because I don't think in the entire season I scored one point I completed maybe one pass and I'm sure I at least had one turnover to equal equivocate that in the modern day standards as being completely worthless to the team so as a young you know young guy running around out there I knew my strengths and I knew I wasn't the best so when the coach had me you know run around for a few seconds or whatever a minute or so and then say hey Brad come back off pull me back off and put on the good guys. I said, that's fine with me. I'll watch them play. They're doing really good. And it was actually very entertaining to watch as the team that I was on was very good, very skilled individuals on there, making baskets, doing some fun stuff out there. Well, long story short, the end of the season, we end up only having one loss and competed once again against the uh, runner-up team and beat them. In a game in which I don't think I played one minute. Um, after which we became the champions of the league. They had scheduled a banquet. Then we would all attend. Every team would attend and we would receive our awards. So I entered the awards banquet. It's great. Good old youth dinner and spaghetti dinner and all that good stuff. And there's the speeches. And then they um, announce the winners of the league and give out a trophy. And they announce that our team was the winners of the league. And they gave a big trophy to the coach. And then they gave us each a trophy that had our team name and said first place for the league. And there it was. We had won the league, deserving the trophy. The coach had a near undefeated season. We rocked it out. It was great. The awards are in. We received one. I also received that trophy. I was on that winning team. But even as a young fourth grader, I knew that I did not deserve that trophy. I can even remember commenting to my parents. I said, well, the team won a trophy, but I don't know why they gave me one because I didn't do anything for that team. If anything, I held them back. And of course, my parents were 
oh, no, you know, don't be hard on yourself and stuff like that. And, you know, if you didn't like that sport, you can go back to wrestling, which is exactly what I did the following year. Never went back to basketball until my later days just for fun. Um, But at that time, I even realized as a fourth grader that I did not deserve an award, especially a first place championship award just for touching the ball a few times and running some sprints on the court around the teammates that were good. So I knew that in order to really deserve the reward, in order to even want that, even if it's after it's in my hand, I didn't want it because I didn't feel like I worked for it. And not even really worked for it because it's not the really the terms you put it in when you're in fourth grade. It's that I didn't feel like I achieved it. If I would have popped a three-point shot in maybe one of those games, if I would have stole the ball and made a great move and put up a cool layup in even just one of those games, I might have felt as if I deserved that reward. But I did not. I didn't feel like I even played. I felt like every game was just um, me in the closest seat of the audience and taking a couple warm-up sprints every now and again to keep the blood flowing. I mean, that's just basically exercising, not trying to be the best at exercising, as a quote from Kenny Powers. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't deserve that reward, and I still have to this day, and I, it's sitting on a trophy with a bu- trophy shelf with a bunch of old youth trophies and whatnot. But I always look at it, and I think that's you know a a fun kind of homage to the sport that I sucked at, you know, and that's how I looked at it. I never look at that trophy as an accomplishment because it wasn't an accomplishment of mine. It wasn't a personal accomplishment. Maybe it was because I was a wrestler and wrestling was such an individual sport that I understood that personal accomplishment had everything to do with it back then. But either way, I even knew in my young day that a participation award is a step in the wrong direction from being a winner and a champion. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's fast forward to modern day times. Now you get a team, and I, and I get these stories from my clients who are parents, uh, friends, family, all kinds of people tell me these different stories about these large trophies being awarded to entire groups of teams from first to last place. A team will run a track meet and they'll give a guy a gold medal trophy award for winning, but then they'll turn around and they will place out 19, 20 other participants and give them awards as well. This is going on and on and you hear about it over and over again. What is this doing? What mentality is that going to put into the mind of that first place participant when the guy that took 20th place is walking out with the same reward? And now, what does that do to the guy in 20th place who feels like when he goes to practice each day, he or she doesn't need to really work hard because all they have to do is show up to the event and receive the same trophy as the winner. 
You know what starts to happen, ladies and gentlemen? The old saying of work smart, not hard will take over. Kids are even quicker with this kind of stuff than adults at times. They'll see the reward and if it's equivocated to some form of participation, then that's all that's required. There's not a something inside telling them that they need to work harder when on the outside they're being awarded last place. You don't want to award last place. This is going to cause a losing mentality. It's going to cause a stagnant mentality. You know, I've had stories about people that do, you know, where there's young guys and they're in timed events and they would like to improve their timing events in order to reach a higher rank. Well, when the end of the day goes by and they give everybody the same award, well, now, what's the point of improving the time? If it takes 10 minutes one time and you want it to take nine minutes another time, but it might take 11 minutes and you still get the same reward, then what's the difference if it took 12 minutes? What's the difference if it took 15 minutes? Hey, what's the difference if I even barely did anything at all, but just kind of showed up? How about I just pop a uniform on? Can I get a trophy coach? That's going to be the new way that the kids and the youth out there are learning. And that's not going to be a very good thing when reality and the real world kick in. Because you're not just going to get awarded for participation in the real world. So to the academy of the participation awards, I say thee nay. We should be awarding those who are the highest skilled and the highest development of talents. We should be patting those on the back that try hard, that are working their way to becoming the best, and we should motivate them. And those who come in last they should be given the most attention to see, is it a mental attitude? Is it a physical restriction? Is it a lack of training? Is it a weakness that could be corrected, fixed, and then they themselves could become the champion? These are the realities. And with participation awards running rampant, these realities become less and less likely to play out. And your last place players will remain in last place. And your winners will feel less fulfilled for winning. When all reality, you want to flip that. You want your winners to be fulfilled for winning. You want those who are just shy of winning to want to work harder to take that spot, to achieve the best time, the best goal, and to become the winner and then achieve the reward, not receive the reward. And those in last place can knock the dust off themselves, get back up, try harder, work harder, apply more mental discipline and effort 
to finally reach their place in the zero percent and become a champion. And we'll see you next time.